If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 49. This is IGN's best and only Xbox 360-centric podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hopper, the head of IGN's Xbox channel. Joining me today are my locksmiths, Peter Eichmanns. What's up? And Mitch Dyer. Mitch Dyer. What's up, fellas? <laughs> hey, that's me. My feet are still wet from walking to work this morning. Get some new shoes. My legs are still wrecked from GDC last Dude. week. Yeah. Like, so much walking. A lot of walking. It was awesome. So, yeah, guys. It was a good GDC week. Yep. It was. It, and it's been a while. I mean, um, our listeners would know that uh, we weren't here last week. Sorry. We apologize. We were covering some mad GDC action. The, what, what's that? Mad GDC action? It's like Fine. mad cow disease. Oh, good. But involving it, it game was developers like a and panels. fight club around the office last week because like we'd never be in the same place at the same time. You know? <laughs> right. Like, don't don't talk about me to her. And also, Ryan Clements was beating the shit out of everyone. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> He's smoking cigarettes and blowing up buildings. And yeah. We couldn't talk about it. It was messy. Everyone. We couldn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, even going back before that, we went and saw Microsoft Spring Showcase. Yep, that's right. Just after we got off the horn with you guys two weeks ago. Dude, we see, we've seen so many video games. So many video games. Lots of video insane. games. And we've reviewed a couple. Yep. Um, Silent Hill Downpour <laughs> yep. comes to mind. I heard that uh, game was awesome. Uh, so good. Uh, we can talk about that one a little bit. And also, uh, I Am Alive, we're going to touch upon. Yeah. Okay. And Mitch is just wrapping up, what, Shoot Many Robots came out today? No, I don't buy that. Yeah. And I am working on <laughs> Defenders of Ardania currently, which is also a... There's also a sequel we'll coming out uh, next week. Next week? That game comes out next week that I'm reviewing? Um, which one? The, the Ninja Gaiden one. Oh, yes. yeah. Probably yeah. can't talk about that can't yet. Can't talk though. about that yet. Nope, but maybe wait for that review. Indeed. <laughs> Listen up. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, to start off with, let's talk about uh, Spring Showcase. But yeah. Which, if we even remember it, it feels like so long ago. But it was awesome. Filled with fantastic games. Um, the one thing that stood out mostly to me was Star finally getting... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't get ahead of me. No, uh, the most, uh, the biggest thing that I saw was Halo Four. Yep. Um, 
Yes. Blah, 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 blah. That song's not in that game. It's not. Nope. But everyone knows what you mean when, when you say it. It's like the Jaws <laughs> theme at this point. Um, it's very Halo. <clears throat> but yeah, 343 Industries uh, debuted a uh, video doc um, that you know we took a look at at the show and were able to present to you, our wonderful readers. They and, also uh, showed us some additional multiplayer, though. They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. We took a look at all that stuff. So what do you guys think about Halo 4? That that lighting engine sure is pretty. It looks Dude, great, doesn't it? It looks good. Yeah. I didn't think it really looked that good when we saw it, but then I saw it, you know, in that video, they were like, hey, here's Master Chief side by side with Halo 3 Master Chief, and it's mm-hmm. like, wow! Yeah. I mean, a lot looked bad! <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is just more pieces to the outfits, more polygons for every character sort of so thing. So many more polygons. So many polygons. Mo so polys. Many. You got some sexy polygons. But Ooh. that, on top of the new lighting <laughs> engine, like, the characters are looking really good. The maps are looking good. There's... I don't know. Did you guys find it a little heavy on the bloom? Maybe a little heavy on the bloom. So much bloom. Slightly. It's no but syndicate, I mean, though, when it comes yeah. to bloom. Yeah, not quite Mass Effect and syndicate levels <laughs> of lens flare. Nobody Abrams it quite like those games. Oh, my nightlight. I'm blinded. I can't see. <laughs> uh, that looked good. They also announced Forza Horizon. Me as, yeah. as the token racing guy around the office. Um, yeah, boy. I'm actually excited about that, even though they told us nothing. And all they did was show us like hot girls dancing in clubs. And we're like, we're making a new car game. Here's a hot girl and a... Ferris wheel. Peter's also our uh, token office hot Likes girl hot dance girl. club guy. <laughs> yeah, I am. He's all about all of those things. Yeah. But uh, I think I said it before. My guess is that it's going to be kind of like Dirt Showdown is to the Dirt franchise. Mm-hmm. Forza Horizon is to the Forza Horizon franchise. Turn 10 is not making that video Yeah, game. I mean, they've, nope. they've kind of said that it's... Um, more arcadey yeah, approach more, or something. Yeah, more arcadey, more accessible for people, which is kind of weird to me because I always found, you know, in terms of like really authentic driving sims... <clears throat> I found Forza to be a lot more accessible, um, be it, you know, with it is, you yeah. know, driving assists on and like just the bevy of options that you can use to make the experience a lot more, you know, user friendly. Um, if you're not like a big racing game guy, I always thought that Forza did a pretty good job of that. But I mean, this is definitely going to be a different kind of game. And here's the, here's the thing about that game. Like, I don't care about arcade racers unless they're made by Bizarre Creations or BlackRock. Both those studios are dead. And yep. all those guys are making Forza Horizon. It's awesome. Because there were, what, Playground Games? Yeah. Is that the studio? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's made of a, like, a new studio. conglomerate of like all the best arcade racing guys. Yeah, no kidding. Should be cool. Man, you'd, I'm, I'm just thinking about Split Second right now. I Dude, love that game. so good. <laughs> Rubber yes. banding in that thing was fucking <laughs> awful. But uh-huh. everything else about it was spot on. Yeah. It was one of my favorite racing games of the past few years. So good. It's incredible. What else we see? Fable the Journey. Fable the Journey. I don't know. I wrote up a whole bunch about that. Like, there's very a lot of cool ideas at play. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I spent an hour with Peter Molyneux playing through it and him describing it right before he just <laughs> pulled the ripcord and got yeah. out of there. <laughs> before he dropped the mic and walked off <laughs> yeah. stage. Um, Whispering in your a ear. A lot of cool ideas at play, mainly because there's no tutorials in it, so that... You know, you just kind of have to figure it out for yourself. But the problem is, the things you're trying to figure out don't work the way they're supposed to because it's connected. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm still going to give it a shot when it comes out. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you. It seemed like, I mean, there's the, the part where you're trying to drive the horse and you have to, like, wave your arms yep. to, to like, flick the bridle and make him run faster. And drive him like he's a wheelchair. Drive him like <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That. Oh, man. And, you know, it, it just didn't seem like it was quite working the way that you'd want it to yeah so i don't know i maybe it's a a production issue maybe it's a tech issue i just really hope that i mean you know molyneux very famously uh left lionhead yeah um last week or the week before i don't even remember that was last week it was during gdc like the middle of everything 
Right, yeah, because he had a panel the day they announced it. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, that that doesn't throw too much of a of a wrench into the works going on with Fable the Journey. I don't know. I assume he's going to finish that project. Like, he's still there, isn't he? Um, he's, he's probably not at Microsoft, but I would imagine he's still at Lionhead finishing that game. I don't, I don't see, know. I don't see Peter Molyneux bailing on a Fable project. All yeah. I know is that he started. He got back on Twitter and he was talking about getting back into coding and programming. Oh, and my God, dude. Stuff. Did like, you see his tweets about, like, hypothetical games that he would make? No. Holy his... shit, it was amazing. Like, so you know that Peter Molyneux account? That's yeah, the fake it's one. Just, it's I love just that. somebody mocking Peter Molyneux by saying crazy bullshit. <laughs> Peter Molyneux's account became that crazy bullshit. <laughs> it was like, can a green square have feelings or something? It was just nonsense <laughs> and amazing. What would a robot's tear look like? <laughs> <laughs> Should be good, whatever happens. Yeah. Fable Heroes was the better game, though. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, game. XBLA got some, has some hotness coming this year. Fable Heroes is way fun. The game is gorgeous and, like, Totally dumb fun, the best. Looks yeah, like a. Uh, really, um, what was I going to say? Little Big Planet, a little bit. Yeah, it's got a similar feel because like, it's got the dolls kind of thing, right? Castle yeah, yeah. Crashers kind of yeah. rolled into one. What's funny about about the dolls? Like I thought the same thing. Like, hey, this looks like Little Big Planet. But no, in the first Fable game, you collected dolls. Mm-hmm. You remember that? They were like the yeah. hero dolls, and they looked exactly like that. They are and those. It's like that's what you're playing as is those that's hero awesome. dolls. So it's this Fable really weird. heroes dolls. They, those dolls are freaky looking. <laughs> <laughs> they frighten me. But the game is cool. Like, it's adorable as hell. Yeah. Totally. You walk to the side and punch bugs in the face. That'll be one to definitely look for. Um, Trials HD. Trials Trials Evolution. Evolution. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's hot. It's like everything you love about Trials, but but bigger and better. Remember when that that game had a billion levels? (laughs) Yeah. I loved finally being able to get my hands on uh, Joe Danger the movie. Yes. That was the first I got to play it. And it's so fun. It really is. The snowmobile. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude, the snowmobile and dodging the paper boy and... chase where you're throwing newspapers at that boss guy. Yeah, There's some good oh, stuff going on. I like what Hello game. Games does. Yep. Deadlight um, was like the biggest surprise there. Did you guys end up seeing? That? I never. Get, there was like a line to play oh, that one. Man, obviously, because it was so good. <laughs> like, man, if, it's it's kind of like Shadow Complex in as much as it's yes. uh, side-scrolling, mm-hmm. weird 3D game, like 2.5D. But that game is eerie and spooky and. Peter said it was like post-apocalyptic Prince of Persia, Yep, which is a really good analogy. Nice. Somebody at some point is going to write that in something about that game. <laughs> I, I'm claiming... See, I deliberately serious. didn't because I your thought stamp everybody on would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm claiming that uh, phrase for Deadlight. Yeah, it's like a weird survival horror 2D thing where mm-hmm. you know it's about surviving as opposed to like, hey, there are zombies everywhere, let's kill them. My yeah. my biggest surprise was a Connect game, Wrecketeer. The game is so good, so fun. Yeah, it's like it's basically it's Angry Birds. It's like the Flash game, Crush the Castle. It's like boom blocks on Wii. It's so good because it's super precise. Like you are launching these giant crossbows at castles and knocking over castles with cannonballs and stuff. But the gestures are so broad that you're doing that Connect doesn't have trouble recognizing them. Therefore, it works as intended. Yeah, there was that the one stage where. We were instructed, like, hey, try and get into that castle and yeah. swoop back up inside under the door and hit the dynamite. And it was like, you know, it was kind of simple, but it felt so good because yeah. you really felt like you were in control. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be super fun because it's just going to be like 80 levels of knocking stuff over. Oh, you and know, physics games 80. are super fun. Yeah. Just going to be 80 that's levels. All. And that's a downloadable one, too, so it's not going to be like a $60 purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm nice. surprised that game hasn't been done already. I, I know. Why that's why this thing. It should have been the first Kinect game they made. Yep. Also uh, downloadable on Connect is Diabolical Pitch. <laughs> I gibberish. My God, oh, it's crazy. I'm really excited for that <laughs> it's game. It's so weird. <laughs> it's it doesn't make any sense. No. Like what? You're you're a baseball player. Gets captured by demons yep. and 
you're like throw it and you basically you're in a carnival you don't really <laughs> aim you just keep throw flinging your left hand out to pitch yeah and then it's like careful don't throw out your shoulder like it would be in the majors <laughs> you know Except, Except in real life. Yeah. Where you've just thrown out your shoulder from playing that game. Almost. Yeah. It's tiring, but it's so weird. Yeah, the visual style is just bonkers. I mean, it's it's a grasshopper manufacturer yeah. game, so it's it definitely has that Suda 51 style about it. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if you like weird shit, get ready for that one. It's it's going to be awesome. That was the original baseball that was supposed to be in Connect Sports Season 2. <laughs> They're like, ah, guys, I don't know. It's a little weird. Something's a little off. Give it to grasshopper manufacturer. Uh, we'll just make it its own game. <laughs> Man, what else? Four four player split screen Minecraft. Oh yeah, looking good. Yeah, that's awesome. You can't do that on PC. Nope. Mm-hmm. Though, especially I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm an old man and stuff. Uh, I'd be hard pressed to find like four friends that want to sit around for like six hours on the couch and be mm-hmm. like, "All right, we're gonna build this world." I mean, it's one thing to do that at PC, you know, with somebody online somewhere, but yeah, I don't know. If you're into local co-op, though, that's an awesome option. Definitely. So, what did you guys see that you didn't that kind of underwhelmed you that you didn't think would be as bad as it was steel battalion yeah, yeah. kind of cool really the ideas of play but it looks like it just doesn't work very it, well it doesn't i love the concept behind yeah. that game though i cannot express enough how awesome that concept is of yep. like you and your team like you have to micromanage them yeah. and like if they're thirsty you have to give them water <laughs> yeah. if someone like knocks a hole in the side of your mech and is trying to shoot you, you have to pull out a gun and <laughs> shoot them back through the hole that yeah. they just made. And the game doesn't tell you any of this. It's no, just like you just have to you figure interpret it out. or you fail. And, and that's you, awesome. It is awesome. That is so fucking awesome. Yep. I just uh, but I agree with you. I mean I just think from a from a technical standpoint it's not really coming together yeah. all that well. I mean I, I have hope that it that it does. Mm-hmm. And if it does, it's gonna be like the de facto connect experience. It's going to be the one thing that you can get out of Connect that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. It's ugh. I'm not quite there though. It's kind of frustrating. At you this guys point. weren't too hot on Tony Hawk either. No. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm hesitant because really there's still a few on. months away, yeah. and I know they're still polishing so, it. So were your issues that like, oh, I fell through the world, like that stuff? No. Okay. It'd be like, uh, okay, I just did a 720 grab on yep. a on a pipe mm-hmm. and i'm aimed directly straight down but i still wipe out man that's total tony hawk no oh yeah you wipe out, but there's no like roll or anything like there's no there's no motion happening like you you hit the ground and you'll just like fall oh, where you that are. didn't even bother me it's seriously though i can't complete my combos because it's not recognizing when i'm lined up and when i'm not and uh, tony hawk is spot on for that kind of thing i didn't experience that at all i had mm-hmm. fun and then I like the game a lot the reverts aren't in it officially as They're a combo gonna multiplier. They're going to be. They've, they, when I talked to them, they were like, yeah, we haven't decided against them, per se. <laughs> I think probably because <laughs> since they've shown it, everyone has asked about that. Right. As but what, what is in like, it right now over. is if you go off a, like a half pipe, say, you do a trick in the air, you can go right into a manual to continue the combo. Mm-hmm. But that was working like half of the time or less for me. Yeah. Hmm. Like sometimes I'd get these big ass awesome combos. I was like, "Yes, it's back." But then other times I'd do the exact same thing, and it suddenly it would just kill me. Wouldn't work. I thought that game was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it felt good, man. Like it feels like you remember Tony Hawk feeling rather than like Tony Hawk actually feels. When I played it, they had the the original Pro Skater beside it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you see, were... I would have appreciated that. So okay. I could be like, "Okay, yeah. I need to refresh." Yeah. Right? When they were demoing the the other levels for me, I was just like, I, "I'm just gonna play this. I'm gonna play Tony Hawk." Yeah. Punching the old cheats, have infinite special, and play in the <laughs> warehouse. And it's like, man, this game feels terrible. Wow. It's, it's okay. really slow and janky. maybe my yeah. my memory That's doesn't serve me correctly. Yeah. I don't know. You go back and play the game. It's not 
good. But I felt like the, as far as precision, like the the rails grinding wasn't spot on. Like I'd hop up and miss something completely, or to just wreck me. Or I'd be grinding uh, the top of a half pipe, and I'd go into a wall where normally you could like. I don't know. It'd just shoot you off in weird directions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it seems like stuff that's going to be fixed because it's all, you know, we're like, what, three, four months away from this coming yeah. out? Yeah, yeah, there's some time. Like this summer sometimes. So I know they can polish these things, but it just felt a little clunky to me. That's and maybe fair. maybe that, you're right, maybe that's my memory not serving me correctly. I got faith. It could be. Tim on the video team has a copy of Pro Skater 1 on his desk, PS1. <laughs> really? We just need to find a PS1 around here, and I want to play that a little bit. Throw it in one go. of those fat PlayStations. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Oh, yeah, they can still do that, can't they? Yes, they can. <laughs> well, some. All right, hey, guys. Xboxes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to CES, which was you just last week. GDC. You did it again. I did. Come on. That's because I wrote CES you wrote on CES here. CES on. Um, damn it, Steven. Lame. GDC. GDC, guys. Game let's Developer talk about Conference. Consumer Electronics Conference. Game Conference Electronics stuff, show. man. E3, where kids want to be. I saw some random panels, nothing that mind-blowing. I put mm-hmm. up something kind of interesting that Marty O'Donnell, Halo's composer, was talking about. It was all the like, mathematics and statistics between how, be, behind how music makes you feel. Yeah. And uh, if anybody of you guys read that and understood it, thank you very much. It was really hard to do because he had all these examples to show and images that I just didn't have access to. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to best convey what I saw and heard there. Um, kind of hard to put together, but man, is that Halo theme yeah. good? Psychology yeah, of music is interesting. It, it is cool. really interesting. It's crazy. And then uh, Mitch and I played Sleeping Dogs. Okay. What did you guys think of that? I think it was cool. It's cool. Yeah. It is really cool. It's a, super cheesy, I think, a little bit. Yep. It's oh, yeah. a little bit. It totally knows what it is. It's yeah, like, exactly. Let's make a, you know, 80s Chinese <clears throat> action Fighting has become mm-hmm. uh, Batman Arkham fill-in-the-blank. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> yeah, down to the system. exclamation mark to counter someone. Well, but it's because Square has a... That London studio or whatever. Yeah, that did that, some Arkham right, Asylum work. Right, they consulted for Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. And it works great. But one of the funny things in Sleeping Dogs is that when you grab someone, uh, a bunch of stuff gets these red outlines, like environmental objects, and you can just destroy these thugs in the most horrific ways. Like, you can <laughs> shove someone's head into, like, an air conditioner. Yeah. You can oh, throw them into a vicious. fuse box. These are just, like, unarmed thugs, like, yep. working their way up the ranks. <laughs> you're an undercover cop, and you're like, hey, fan, meet face. Yeah, exactly. You're like, this guy <laughs> needs to die now, instead of just, like, knocking him out. Some it's, of them are really goofy too. Like you throw a dude in a vent, and he's like, just his legs are kicking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hysterical. Did you guys play The Punisher? Like, yeah, way yeah, back re- when. Really similar. Kind of remind what you guys are talking about reminds me of that. Hold someone's head in a piranha tank, pull it out, <laughs> and it's just their skull. <laughs> God, that game was so good. This is a great game. But that's what I, I was writing about in the preview on the site. Is that man? That game's violent, just mm-hmm. over the top. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. We only got to see like a linear chase and then uh, a street race. It reminded me a lot of Midnight Club, like those yeah. kind of games. Yeah. Um, so I can't wait to see what it's like when you get to the open world parts where you just got to kind of do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Because that's yeah. I love sandbox games so much. Yeah, and it's it's definitely refreshing when a game has no pretense and just yeah. says this is what I am. Like uh, Saints Row the Third was. Yep. Was one game that I would from last year that i think really fit that mold gameplay wise this one might be a little bit better than that actually really i disagree i really like saints i do too <laughs> man I, the shooting's great in that i didn't really get to play around the sweet dog shooting i played the hell out of saints row i think i promised you guys when casey was on here a long time ago that i'd finish 100 percent saints row did you i went back the next weekend for whatever reason my save had lost all the stuff i'd done what? sure i did pete <laughs> <laughs> guys i swear Totally lost my stuff. Whoops. No, I lost I like it. five vehicle thievery missions and a bunch of assassinations. And I was just like, I can't do it. Oh, damn. <laughs> Walking away. Lame. 
Yeah. Um, what else did I play last week? Yeah. I saw Mark of the Ninja. Yes. Yeah, tell us about that. Clay Entertainment's new game. Man, that game's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's totally, like, you think of Clay and you think Shank, because yeah. that's what they've been doing for the past few years, where it's just, this, like, really aggressive, fast-paced combat, mm-hmm. uh, nonsense 2D action game. And Mark of the Ninja is like, hey, this art style is really cool. Let's make it half the speed. So you're, <laughs> the game's cool because you're like a really slow ninja. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your default walk animation is like half speed from what you'd expect. So you're stalking around the levels. You're <clears> clinging <throat> to walls, jumping on light fixtures and knocking out you know lights, trying to just distract guards, mm-hmm. uh, rescue hostages. And it's all happening in 2D. And what's cool about it is you can approach... You know, like the the usual pitch for games is like, oh, you can do things any way you want to. This is like really flexible. I just kissed the mic. This oh, is, <laughs> hello. You can do that if you want to. This is uh, it, like everything is really flexible. You can come in through the floor. You can barge in through the top or the main door. You can jump down from the top. You can, mm-hmm. you know, knock down chandeliers, stealth kill guys. And you have to be very careful because you're super, super vulnerable in that game. Like right. if you get shot, it's sent in the modern day. If you get shot, you're dead. Damn. So it's, it really encourages stealth. Which is very unlike most ninja games. Ninja <clears throat> Gaiden. Where, you know, there's there's most stealth games, and this came up in the comments section of the preview, is like Tenchu is really the only game yeah. that ever was like, you are a ninja. Yeah. The game is 15 years old, and the most recent games are terrible, and not, mm-hmm. not so much in, that, in line with that. Um, so it's cool to see a game really, really focusing on stealth and punishing you for being a bad stealth player. Cool. Good. That game's going to be great. It's out in the summer. Probably Summer of Arcade. Sounds like they wouldn't say it out loud, but it mm-hmm. sounds like that's what they're going to for. Awesome. Man. Oh, I played uh, Spelunky. <clears throat> hey, you were... You uh, dude, love that game. I love that he game so much. It. But I love it on PC already. Like, it's one of my favorite PC games. It's free. Go download it right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, Derek, you and um, another guy on the project have completely, like, redone the graphics and the design for... Not the whole design, but they've rebuilt it for XBLA. So now it's, like, four-player co-op, and there's, like, Deathmatch, which is a little bit crazy. Um, But what's so amazing about that game is, like, you get one try. Like, if you make it ten floors down in this mine and adventure and you die, you have to start at the beginning again. So it it doesn't give a shit about you. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very, like, calm and calculated in everything you do because you get, like, three hearts of life... um, you can get some back for doing different things and buying them at shops, but basically you go level by level trying to collect all the treasure and stay alive and then move on to the next uh, lower level. And you go through different environments like every five stages or maybe it's ten stages. Um, and it's just super hard, but it's so strangely addictive and rewarding to keep at it. Like you, It's very much like you screwed up, the game didn't screw up. That's mm-hmm. why you have to start over. And that's kind of like, okay, I'll try again. I just have to do this differently. And when it's, you know, you feel like it's your fault, you don't get as mad at the game. You're like, oh, this stupid game. Because <laughs> you screwed up. You died for that reason. Nice. Um, so it's Far Cry 2 in 2D. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, man, um, what's really what's hard, though, like, <laughs> the co-op is you're all on one screen. So uh, there's a lot of dangerous things trying to kill you. And if somebody falls off the screen or goes off the side, there's an arrow indicating which side they went off of. But they mm-hmm. can't see what they're doing. So they could be being attacked by bats or like uh, arrow traps or anything along those lines but super exciting same thing this summer um i'm guessing might be summer of arcade i don't know maybe we'll it's possible like i i think we assume any game good game coming <laughs> yeah, out yeah. mid-year could be summer. that's probably why game. everyone just says summer they're hoping that they'll get scooped up for exactly summer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then fez i don't know if you guys got a chance to play that i didn't but i read anthony's preview and 
Guy I read, can't look it's looking hot. I read angry Twitter posts by Phil Fish. Yeah, Phil Fish is <laughs> a bit nutty. Yeah. He got in the news because he said that modern Gap- Japanese games suck, which he apologized for, but also backed up. But, mm-hmm. of course, everyone's like, oh, my God, can you believe what he said? Yeah. We're not racist. Down. <laughs> People on the internet are stupid. Um, but Fez is listeners. We looking love so good. Go check out the most recent trailer we published in case you're curious what it's all about. It shows off, like, all the nutty um, environments in the game and, like, the spin mechanic and just a very solid looking. That game's really cool. Definitely. I'm glad it's finally coming out. I know. After, like, nine years. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I finally got a, a really close look at The Witcher 2. Yes. Finally. Mm-hmm. On um, 360. Yeah. It's looking amazing. Yeah. I am so excited for that game. Like, I played it on the PC a bit. Um, not as much as I would have liked to. Kind of ran out of time. Um, but the 360 version, it's surprising how well it handles on the system. Yep. Like, it feels like it's made from the ground up exclusively for 360. Like, graphically, the experience is great. Um, there's no massive frame rate hits. Uh, typically, when you get, like, a PC port or a, a 360 port of a really awesome PC game, you know, you do run into some some fidelity issues here and there. Um, I remember, you know, Left 4 Dead 2 wasn't quite as good as... It was on the PC, um, you know, graphically right. in terms of frame rates and that kind of thing. It's just the nature of the beast. Um, but the team at CD Projekt really did a fantastic job of making sure that this really felt like a console experience. It even controls extremely well. Like, um, And it, this is just going to be a, an awesome game. I'm yes. really excited that it's coming out to 360. It's my to favorite game last year, by far. Yeah. Like, one of the best experiences I've ever had playing a game. Wow. It was like 25 hours of <clears> like <throat> perfect RPG gameplay. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Did you feel the same way about it? I did it last time I previewed it, that it's just kind of unapologetic, and it's like, this is our game world, this is our thing, like, catch up, or, you know, we don't give a shit well, about you. Funny in you a way, mention, because uh, the, the game's story... Sorry to interrupt you, Steve. Oh, no, no. I still love you. I still love you. Kiss that mic. There you go. Whoa. So, <laughs> Magic. So, yeah, that game, on PC and on 360, it doesn't sound like they have any means of conveying like what that story is about. Yeah. It's a super mm. big, super dense world full of characters it expects you to already know about. Based so, on these yeah, Eastern European novels. Right, it's yeah. based on novels. Which you probably then, haven't read. Probably not, but they're really good. You should. Um, You've read them? I have both of them, yeah. I've read like most of them. You love of, some Witcher. Dude, the Witcher. Some Geralt. So good. <laughs> Geralt is the man. So, there's no context for anything that's happening in the story. So mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, what do I do? And yeah. if you are playing on 360, you haven't played The Witcher, unless you played it on PC, which mm-hmm. I expect most of us haven't. Because um, they canceled that game, like, two years ago. They canceled right. it to make The Witcher 2 instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you go into that game, you're not going to know what's up. But uh, we're going to have you covered on that, because we're writing a pretty thorough story primer. Definitely. Before that game and comes out. Mitch, it, go ahead and say it. I wrote a badass history. You can say it. I'm, I wrote a Mitch Dyer wrote a fucking great of that game. history of The Witcher, which <laughs> will catch everyone up. Yeah, so look for that before the game comes out. Um, we're going to catch you up on The Witcher so you know what the Fantastic. fuck is going on. And CD Projekt have said that you know they are going to find some way to try to wean in new gamers. Yeah, I mean, and there's they, like a kind of, I saw bits of it. It's kind of like a graphic novel thing in the beginning yeah. that it at least explains what a Witcher is and while not giving away the story of the original, which we can't play on 360, mm-hmm. it at least sets it up like, here's mm-hmm. who you are and what you do and how you operate sort of thing. We can't play it yet. Yet. But games on demand, fingers crossed. Good good call. That'd be nice. That'd be really, really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. So I, yeah, Witcher, Witcher 2 looks great. Yep. It's going to be amazing. Yep. April, April can't come soon Get enough. Get hype. All right. Speaking of uh, great, let's talk about some things that aren't so great. 
Um, you know what's funny? I just realized we're looking at this list, and none of yeah. us are going to talk about Mass Effect 3. No. Don't know. <laughs> we know no. everyone's upset about the no. ending, but the three of us, for whatever busy reason, have not been playing it yet. <laughs> uh, to Joey, who emailed us the ending spoiler. Did you I'm read not, it? I, I did. I oh, read the email. Man. I was like, he started talking about Mass Effect. I thought he had an important question. No, oh. he just ruined the goddamn ending for me. <laughs> so, thanks, dude. Thanks oh. for that. I'm not your biggest fan right now. Uh, you'll you'll get over it. I will. You guys will be. Close I'm still super pumped to finish that game, dude. Anyway, I need to I need to start that game. Jeez, well, I need to get a copy of that game. <laughs> I'm I'm such a Mass Effect fanboy. I need to get in on that shit. Seriously, Jesus, like, quickly. What's your problem? I don't know, man. Just we're, too busy. But back we're, to things that aren't good. Yeah, back to things that suck. Let's, where did you find the time to play Silent Hill Downpour amid these two weeks of nothing but demos, demos, demos? It was really really goddamn rough. I'll tell you that. The and game, <laughs> the game did not look good at your desk. No, um, it's not very good. Yeah. Um, Pourquoi? Well, <laughs> for starters, technically, it's just a mess. Hmm. Um, you dropped frame rates, like just garbage frame rates, um, screen tearing, texture popping. Ouch. Um, and I get that it's a Silent Hill game, so you're going to have to have some fog. I mean, that's a huge part of the series. <laughs> but there's literally no draw distance. Oh, good. Like, if you're indoors, you can't see shit. <laughs> and, like, you can't blame that on fog, you know? And it's I get so foggy it. okay. in my house. There, it's one thing to try <laughs> to craft the window open. a frightening atmosphere in a game and say, all right, we're going to make it so you don't know what's going on. And it's going to scare the shit out of you because it could be anything in those shadows. Yeah. It could be anything in the fog. You just don't know. But it doesn't even do that. It's just kind of like, okay, well, I'm here. It's very dull. It's just uninspired. The combat is garbage. And I've been reading a lot of the comments that people have been writing on the review and stuff. And they're like, oh, this guy's wrong. You know, Silent Hill's not about combat. Okay, yeah. Silent Hill is not about combat. Silent Hill downpour is. Yeah. You mm. fight so much in this game. And it's all the same cumbersome, um, just lousy lousy melee combat that's yeah. unfortunate man because I, I started playing silent hill 2 for the first time recently and you, you can did just, you can just run past combat it's like oh an enemy i'm scared run away well there there is definitely <laughs> times where you know it, it's beneficial in um downpour sure. to run away i mean you're going to be outpaced quite a bit whether or not you're fighting a lot of enemies or just one like really tough dude there are these uh creatures that you know walk on the ceiling and just kind of drop down on you and and take massive damage away from you. And they're pretty tough if you've just got like a two by four and that's your weapon. So, you know, sometimes it's better just to run away. But that said, I mean, there are a lot of combat heavy situations in Silent Hill Downpour and it's just no fun. I mean, Silent Hill or not, like mm. if, if you have an experience where you're supposed to send, spend so much time doing melee combat and the melee combat is just garbage then what does that make the game? Yeah. You know? Did you play Homecoming? I played... I didn't finish Homecoming, no. Okay. Did you like it? Not particularly. Okay. I, I found it kind of meh. Is it better than Downpour? Because I thought Homecoming was okay. I mean, Homecoming is better than Downpour. The what, I've played of least... Homecom okay. what I've played of Homecoming is better than okay. Downpour. Because that combat was at least acceptable. Yeah. But there was a lot of it. Like, that yeah. was full-on an action game. Right, right. With, with almost no horrible horror elements. Yeah, the, the horror elements are, are super light mm. in in downpour it just the enemies are boring i mean there's only there there are like probably a handful of enemy types that you actually face in the game and yeah. they're all just super uninspired and yeah i mean there there are some things that downpour does right like i kind of dig the story um i like the idea of the new pr 
protagonist. I like, you know, Murphy's an interesting guy. And the way that the game, you know, shows you his background and gives you history. I mean, you start out, you don't know this guy. You don't, you don't know him at all. All you know is that he's a convict who's, you know, leaving one prison to go to another more maximum facility. More maximum? Maximum. More maximum. More, more maximum, yeah. Yeah. A more maximum facility. Oh, maximumer, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> Max headroom facility. <laughs> yeah. And he gets into a bus crash and ends up in Silent Hill, like you do. Like you do. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's just trying to fight his way out. But as you go, it's like, it becomes clear that a lot of what's happening in the town is based on his life. Like, I mean, there are just subtle hints to the idea of, like, you know, his history and his incarceration and, like... That's a clever way to do it. Yeah, it, it is. And don't get me wrong, that's the part of the game that I like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that part really appealed to me. And the uh, the, the use of the other world was really cool. Like, I mean, one of the, the first time that you see the other world, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for someone, but the very first time that you see the, the other world, um, you walk into a kitchen... And, you know, there's a gas leak and you go to turn off the gas knob and fire starts shooting everywhere. And then, you know, you're freaking out because this fire is spreading and you go up to this alarm on the wall. And the game is not prompting you to do any of this. Yeah. It's just what you do. Like, you you know, it's it's like that thing where you, what we were talking about earlier. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on a rant right now. Um so yeah, you go and you hit the fire alarm and it starts hitting sprinklers and it's this alarm goes off and the alarm starts to become distorted and weird and the scene starts to shift back and it does this vertigo effect with the camera and then suddenly just the floor and the walls peel away and you're like in hell. And like shit's gotten real. And that's cool. Yeah, like, to it sounds me, cool. I, it sounds cool. Yeah. But moments like that in the game are just way too sparse. Way yeah. too... They're few and far between is when you have those moments of like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> and, you know, most of the time you're just going from crappy combat situation to crappy combat situation, wandering through the town. It's, I don't know. That's Silent Hill Downpour. <laughs> Pass. Yeah. Pass. Yep. Sorry. Indeed. I'll just play Silent Hill 2 instead. <laughs> yeah, I definitely recommend that. Um, Silent Hill HD Collection coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, can't talk about it. Cause... Don't want to don't want to spoil Silent Hill two. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk about Silent Hill two or three. But um, yeah, Silent Hill two was amazing. I love that game. That said, I did not like Downpour yeah. at all. Wah, 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 wah. Moving on to yeah. more awesome games. Let's talk about I Am Alive. I you know what? I liked that game. Did you? That was cool. I mean, I only played like two hours ish. Okay. Um, a few months ago, a couple months ago, a month ago, I don't know. Time. That was what is like it? two hours ago. <laughs> oh god, you, this just What's happened. Happening Literally. Uh, no, the game. I thought the game was cool. Like, it's kind of clunky and weird in places. It doesn't look great. It, mm -hmm. it looks kind of terrible. Looks better than Silent Hill. I'm... Really? <laughs> yes. Oh wow. From what I've, from what I can can glean. See, I mean, I've only played a, a little bit of I Am Alive. From what yeah. I've seen of I Am Alive screenshots and stuff, it looks like Silent Hill too. It's like very great. Silent Hill 2 definitely looks better. Wow. <laughs> Scoop. <laughs> Snap. Yeah, the game was... I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm playing it this weekend. Good, yeah. I'm going to play a little mm -hmm. bit more. I'm going to start it over now that I have a, a retail code, because the game is really interesting. It's Our reviews... I mean, reviews out there were definitely mixed. Yeah, definitely. Our own Greg Miller was not a fan. And rightfully like so. It. I saw him playing it at his desk. After having played that game, I thought he was crazy, because he was not a fan. I, w mm -hmm. I went over and watched it, and it's like, yeah, the game has some bullshit. <laughs> like, later in the game, you have no ammo, and it it wants you to fight more guys. More guys who are stronger, and army men, apparently. Mm -hmm. Oh. 
um, who would spawn behind him without him knowing. Like, they would just appear. Uh, and uh, The game is a mess. At points, where it is completely unfair. But early on, like, what I saw was, you know, you would play with the interesting new mechanics that it introduces. Mm -hmm. uh, you would have an empty gun, no ammo, but you could still point it at people, and people would go, holy shit, he has a gun. Okay, I'm going to back off. Mm -hmm. So there's interesting things like that going on. Um, thematically, it's really dark, really depressing, like the saddest game, especially once you find this kid. Um, at one point, you find a little girl, and you kind of have to care for her and get her to safety because she, <laughs> she is obviously very ill. I wonder, uh, that, that sounds familiar. Wasn't there another game where you had to guide a kid around recently that everyone oh. loved? Amy! <laughs> Amy! See, at least in this one, it's not like you just strap her to your back and she. It's funny because your backpack disappears and then it's just this kid clinging over you with like all fours wrapped around you and she looks like a backpack. It's literally just like a, a reskinned backpack. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> with like a face head. on it, a yeah. scrunched face on it. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. That's an interesting thing that you have to take care of her and rescue her from like crazy psychopaths in the world and then mm -hmm. take her to a safe haven and find her medicine and try to reconnect her to her family which is interesting because her mother is missing uh and your daughter is missing so there's a right. relationship there that you can relate to because the game establishes pretty early that hey you're really sad because your family is missing <laughs> and it is really depressing like that game establishes a, a pretty fantastic tone early mm -hmm. on so when you meet this kid you do go oh man this is heartbreaking and you, you want to help her. Yeah. But that's as far as I got, was dropping her off in a mall and going, all right, I'm going to get you health. Wow. And then you never did. And then I didn't, yeah. Sorry, Way to kid. go, ass. <laughs> and then apparently after that, the game goes to complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the world. Of yeah. Oh, man. What else we got? So, Shoot Many Robots came yes. out today. Don't play it. The game Why is... Not? It's really simple and boring, man. Like, okay. it, it looks interesting. The art is really cool. But even then, there's like this weird visual filter over it that makes it all look kind of blurry. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's got like a cool 2.5D art style, lots of really cool unlockables, like weapons with goofy descriptions or hats that are hilarious, like the fruit fucker from Penny Arcade okay. is in the game. You just wear them on your head. Jetpacks. Humps your head. Yep. Paper bags. Astronaut costumes, all sorts of crazy shit in that game that you can mm -hmm. unlock. And you get a ton of money for killing a ton of robots, but you kill a ton of robots um, in this really not... It, it's an unorthodox twin stick shooter in that it's kind of not a twin stick shooter. Yeah. It feels like it should be, but you're stuck using your left stick to move and aim. Uh, really? Yeah. So when you want to aim at something, you have to stop, hold your left trigger to aim, and then you can point in any direction you want, but you can't move. So I told That's Pete, it's like, it's like trying to play Resident Evil in 2D. <laughs> yeah. It's the most inelegant way to handle a shooter that should be, you know, it has shoot in the first, it's the first word of the title. It should be easy to shoot, and yeah, it's right. not. And that is a massive issue. It makes it hard to play, and in addition to that, it's just really boring. Because mm -hmm. all you do is you shoot fucking robots. You shoot so many robots. You shoot so many, so many fucking <laughs> robots, you guys. I can't express to you the number of robots you shoot in that game. And it's just, you run right, you shoot robots. And I can't, no. I don't. So much robot shooting. Don't. Too if you play the trial... Shooting. And you play, like, the first five minutes of that game and never play it again, you've got everything you need. Wow. Interesting. Or you could play the trial and then just imagine playing that for <laughs> So what you're hours. saying is people should download the trial right now. No! <laughs> don't, no don't, don't play that game. It's not good. Don't waste your time and money. 
save those Microsoft points for all of the awesome stuff that we saw at Showcase that's coming this summer. Yeah. Indeed. It's going to be some good stuff. I just started playing uh, Defenders of Ardonia, the other game that came out today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have a review coming up soon. I'm not that far into it yet. It takes a long time. Yeah. My first impressions are that the, it's tower defense, but the twist is you also send out waves at the enemy base. So basically, you're building up a base of towers, and they're building up a base of towers, and then you send waves at each other. And every level takes so long because oh, really? it becomes a stalemate. Because mm-hmm. like uh, half of your troops don't engage each other because that's not one of their skills. So you just have these armies running past each other into each other and getting shot by each other's towers, and it just takes forever until finally, you know, you save up enough cash and enough um, of higher powered troops to send mm-hmm. them, you know, finally get the upper hand. But each troop takes off such a little amount of life of the enemy base that. I don't think any of the first five levels or so I've played have taken less than half an hour. Oh, my God. And I'm on this level now. I swear, I've been at, on, at it an hour. Not because I've had to replay it or anything, but because basically what you have to do, you send a wizard into this lighthouse in the middle of the, the island, and the, your task with protect the wizard for three minutes. And so you set up your bases, and the enemy's base is sending these minotaurs out to attack both you, but every third guy is like, oh, I'm going to go to the lighthouse instead in the center of the map and take out your wizard. Mm -hmm. So roughly every minute that ticks off the three minutes you're supposed to protect him for, a minotaur Mm -hmm. will walk in there. And then it resets back to three minutes. Oh, this game sounds so annoying. So I've re- my clock nope. has reset dozens of times until I'm almost strong enough to just completely outright destroy the enemy, even though that's not even one of my objectives. Oh, good. But I think <laughs> if I finally destroy the enemy after an hour, uh, they'll stop sending minotaurs and he'll be fine <laughs> for three minutes. That's weird. This is a paradox game, right? Yeah. Yeah, they get strategy. Like, those dudes do really well, good strategy. That's yeah. the whole thing. This, it, it was an iPad game last December, um, which I think Justin played. Our mobile guy, he said he didn't really like it, but mm-hmm. and it's based on the world of Majesty. Like there's oh really the Paradox Majesty games. It's a pretty big series. Yeah, people um, like it on PC. So it's based on that world, but it's it's just a pretty simple tower defense game. Hmm. But it's it takes forever, and it's just like this seesaw of balance. Like okay, now you're up a little bit, now I'm up a little bit, now you're up a little bit, and it's just this stalemate in the middle because you're both doing the exact same things to each other. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna not play that game. I'm a little bit frustrated <laughs> by it. And it looks pretty good. Like you get a, you can do 360 rotations on this big uh, kind of playing board, and you can uh, lay down tiles if you want to, or you can just leave it as an open map where your troops look like they're wandering aimlessly, even mm-hmm. though they're not. But like you have a tower cap, so you can't build more than a certain amount of towers, even if you have the resources for it. So that's the problem in this Minotaur level. Like I can't place any more towers, so I have to keep rearranging my towers to trying to do more damage against the one Minotaur who keeps attacking my wizard. I'm very frustrated. Just play Toy Soldiers. Oh, God, awesome. yes. There you go. I love Toy Soldiers. 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 Toy Soldiers. CES. Toy Soldiers C-E-S. Cold War. Yes. Fantastic. Consumer Electronics. Steam. And XBLA in general, <laughs> right now, the sale this week, I think I just published, I had, no, I forgot to hit publish, but this hey, week on Xbox Live. How dare you? A um, co- bunch of Konami games are on sale. Konami. Mm-hmm. Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, 50% off. Game's good. Uh, Harmony of Dissonance, also 50% off. The uh, Lords of Shadow DLC is on sale, too. You're a big fan of that game. I need to finish it, but it's so good. And uh, Hack and Slash is on sale this week, and there's some games, but Torchlight, 50% off. Whoa. That makes that game, what, 5 bucks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you like Diablo whatsoever, go buy Torchlight right now. Torchlight's all over that. Super good. Not my genre, but I like Torchlight Uh, a lot. Runic Game, I think it's Runic Games made Torchlight, but some of those devs were from Blizzard that helped make the original Mm -hmm. Diablo. Mm -hmm. And it shows, but it's a super fun game. Gorgeous, too. Awesome. 
Is that all the game? Well, real quick, uh, I almost lost track that I even did this. Um, MLB 2K12. <laughs> Reviewed it last week. Baseball. Um, it's, you know, everyone's always the show or MLB, but we're talking Xbox, so this is our baseball game. It's good. I give it a seven. I, yeah. It's a good game of baseball, but it's basically good. last year's game of baseball all over again with a few pitching tweaks mm-hmm. um, that are kind of cool, but not cool enough to make this a great game or much significantly better than last year's. So, Skip, if I've played... 2K11, or still have it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't. I just... just. <laughs> <laughs> if you love baseball, you probably don't even care. You already have it, and you're probably pa- practicing for the million-dollar challenge, which has gone batshit crazy this year, because whoever wins the million dollars this year has to do it live against someone else no in shit. person. Really? Whoa. Yeah. So basically, you um, go to do MLB today and play one of the real games with the real players and the current stats and everything. Mm-hmm. And you hit a button to turn on uh, the perfect game mode. And the game will record your perfect game. And based on the difficulty or pitches, um, the variations, and all these different factors, it'll put a score on you, assuming you can finish the perfect game. And then these scores go into a leaderboard. And like the top 10 people in this leaderboard go to a live tournament where they have to recreate this in person. Mm-hmm. Sounds nuts. Dude. That's hard, man. Especially if you're pitching against the AI because the AI is smarter the whole thing about pitching this year is that you're supposed to mix up your pitches more, so you're not just like slinging a fastball to the upper left-hand corner every single time because it just happens to work. Mm-hmm. The AI will pick up on that, and it, based on the stats of where your balls are going, um, it will know you keep throwing it to the upper left-hand corner, and it's going to... Come on, Steven. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was it's, thinking of It's going to punish you for that. So you've got to be smart and mix up your pitches, and there's like a color-coded red, green, yellow... Like, yes, uh, it's red. You've been throwing way too many of this pitch. Um, the AI is going to know what you're doing, and it's going to punish you for it. Hmm. But if you play online, you can still just keep gaming the game and, like, uh, this guy's swinging at everything I'm throwing, so I'm going to throw it at home plate. Yeah. And he's going to swing for it. Because you're playing against uh, another person. Yeah. Man. I was are you, on. Are what? you going to try to go for the million bucks? Please? No, million I bucks. can't throw a perfect <laughs> game like for the life of work. But man, I was when I was playing multiplayer, which is all fine and good. Um, this guy and I were in a stalemate, zero zero, into the thirteenth inning, and I was finally like, "Fuck it, I'm throwing this game." <laughs> like it, the ball's coming to my outfielder, he's standing there looking at it, and I just moved him like two inches to the right, and it just whoops, dropped. Take I like, the whoops. RBI. I let the guy win. <laughs> I, I couldn't take it anymore. I think we just talked about a thousand video games. I yes, think we did. It's uh, crazy. Oh man, let's get back to topics. Let's do it. Well, Politics. let's go into let's go into emails, guys. Email, email, email. That was not bad, right? That was better. That was yeah, good. you're getting there, man. The efforts there. The efforts there. The old college try. <laughs> yeah. Tim. People are sad. Sorry. People are sad that Casey isn't here yelling email. Oh yeah. We are. keep getting emails about it. We'll have to figure out a way to to get him back. Yeah. Some way. Tim says, with the recent rumors about the new Xbox not having a disc drive, it got me thinking. Could there be, could they be moving to some kind of proprietary memory stick like the Vita, or is this just someone who heard something wrong and reported it? Just wanted to hear your thoughts. Hmm. I, I guess that's possible. I doubt it. But I yeah. mean, I think it's we're going to a download-only system. Yeah. I think you're insane. I think we. I, I, I think download yeah. will definitely be like a primary option, but I don't think there's any way Microsoft is getting rid of discs for the next console. No, I could see that. I'm saying assuming that we're getting rid of discs. Yeah, I mean, I I hope that we go digital, but mm-hmm. the, the fact of the matter is that people and we get a lot of emails about this. Anytime, mm-hmm. a, anytime I've ever written an article that mentions download only for the future, people go ballistic in the comments, like, "Dude, internet is not that widely available. Like broadband." is not necessarily where everyone is. And yeah. you the, the download speeds are not there, and the caps are totally limiting. So I think a lot of people would reject that idea. If it was only download, on, or if it was download only, 
people just would not be able to play as many games as they are now. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I think while, yeah, it'd be cool to have download only, I don't think it's feasible right now. I think that I I think he's onto something uh, with the Vita though, mm-hmm. um, like the proprietary memory stick option that Sony is doing. I mean, basically what they're doing is they're hedging their bets, and the Vita is kind of a stopgap console. Um, basically, they have they still have like a format that you can go and buy in a store, mm-hmm. but all of their games are day and date available on PSN. Yeah, And I think that's what we're going to see in this next generation. We're going to see the same kind of model applied to Microsoft's new system. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're getting rid of, of physical media quite yet. Um, they, they keep talking about how the, you know, the, the Xbox 360 and, you know, probably its successor are really huge, you know, home, home entertainment devices. Mm-hmm. Like you can watch all kinds of TV shows on them now. You can play DVDs and that kind of stuff. And, you know, the, the market for um, physical media is still really huge in terms of, of entertainment from a non-gaming standpoint. And I don't think Microsoft are going to, you know, look that and say, okay, well, screw that entire side of the market. We're just going to focus on download only. So I don't think this next generation is going to be the one to get away from physical media. The one after that, though, you know, I, I think that'll be the one. Okay. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. What Steven said. <laughs> that. That thing. Something like that. Hire him. Make Steven in charge of you. Direction. <laughs> that stuff, Microsoft. Uh, Joshua says, hi, I was wondering what your guys' favorite video game of all time was Ooh. and why. Okay. Mine is Alien War. Ooh. Hmm. Sorry. Aw. I didn't mind Alien War. I, I didn't either. Good. I didn't um, think it was as bad as everyone said. I didn't beat I it, though. I did mind it. I beat it. So and, I. and I thought it was okay. I mean, it wasn't awesome... It wasn't like GTA 4 or anything. I mean, it was just very, you know, meticulous and kind of... The tech was kind of awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. that... Faces, that face animations. Thing. Yeah. But, but Not uh, the subject of the question. Yeah, we're not reviewing <laughs> yes. Joshua's question <laughs> and his game choices. I don't know. Mitch, so, what's your favorite game? So, I cut my opinion on this changes. Should we stick to often. just Xbox 360? No, all time. It says all, all time. time, right? All time. Okay. Yeah, we gotta go all time. So, if... I, I kind of fluctuate between Metal Gear Solid and mm. Act Razor. Okay. For the Act Nintendo. Razor. And Act Razor, I think, is where I'm going to land today. Okay. Because that game All is right. shit hot. It's yeah, so it's good. good. <laughs> like, it, that game was so ahead of its time, and it blows my mind that we haven't really seen anything like it since. Because mm-hmm. half that game was a 2D side-scrolling brawler, which was, you know, it was okay. You chopped some stuff. You got some magic. Mm-hmm. You evaded some boss patterns. But the other half of that game was, like, a city-building sim. Yeah. Where you were you played as this little cherub who just flew around the sky... And you, you have your little floating palace, right? The little yeah, icon? yeah, yeah. You, you flew down from there, and you oversaw the land, and you had this, like, giant vacant space where you were like, okay, civilization needs to be here. Mm-hmm. And what you had to do is you had to go in and then play the 2D stuff where you would, or the, like, the sides rolling stuff, kill all the monsters, cleanse the land, mm-hmm. go back up to heaven, and build the world for the people. Yep. And the, the city building stuff was cool because there was always something wrong with the world. Like, uh, people were angry at each other or stopped believing in you as a god or the the river was just blood there's no water it didn't have water it just had blood <laughs> hey when that happened so much blood yeah so there was it, it was i love that a, game too. a strategy game and a puzzle game because mm-hmm. you had to figure out like what these people needed to be happy and in some cases it's like you have to go to another place before you finish one territory mm-hmm. to bring the music that that people learned to the other people yeah so it's it's a lot you know there's a lot of interesting stuff there about civilization and teaching people and some really like heavy interesting religious themes that I, I liked a lot, and I 
I love replaying that game. I try to do it like once a year. Really? What about Actraiser 2? Fuck that game. All side scrolling. It's <laughs> terrible. The game is so hard. Yeah. It's just really bad side scrolling. I never beat uh. it, but if you get to the very end, you have to play every boss, but like a Holy super, shit. like in a row without health. Jeez. Nope. Every boss in the game, and they're like a super version of the boss. Actraiser 2 forgot what made Actraiser good. I know. Why'd they cut the city building? I know. <laughs> I'm really sad that the, the license for that belongs to a developer that doesn't really exist anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, it is too bad. Oh, man. All time. Probably Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. I love that game. I need to play that one. What is, what is it about six? Something about the characters and the world, and uh, it was a little bit darker than the ones before it. Mm-hmm. Like, um... I don't, I don't know. Just something magical. Like, I'll never forget the first time you get, like, the chainsaw from doing, like, the crazy timing in that one ghost town. Yeah. Or how uh, Sabin, you know, suplexes a train. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love that. How there was, like, something that, that popped up on it. Reddit. Okay, here's the thing about me in Final Fantasy. One time, I played some of the first disc of 7, and then one time, I almost finished 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Man. Wow. But I think, um, I don't know, it's either that or... Probably one of the Grand Theft Autos. I absolutely love those games. Mm-hmm. Probably San Andreas, just because it's a little bit batshit crazy, but super that was good. A good one. I love four though. Four is so good. If we're gonna yeah. talk 360, then Grand Theft Auto Four is my favorite game. Cool. If we're talking 360, Red Dead Redemption. Ooh, good. Oh my god, Red Dead Redemption is. Uh, I love that game. I do it's too. Amazing. But my all-time favorite game is Mega Man Two. Nice. Because it's perfect. That's all I need to say. I like that. I like the silence that went with that. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody's disagreeging. No. I, I don't even like Mega, Mega Man, Man and I can't be like, whoa. Everything no. <laughs> about that game is absolutely perfect. I mean, it's not the hardest Mega Man game. It's not the easiest Mega Man game. The controls are flawless. The boss balance is amazing and logical. Like, it makes perfect sense what you have to do. Like, you're at Heat Man. Oh, I have to use Bubble Man's lead bubble on him. Mm-hmm. You know, or I'm at Heat Man, or I'm at Wood Man, I can use Heat Man's Atomic Blaster <clears throat> to take him out. Yeah. Like, everything in that game makes sense. Do you guys, the music's wonderful. The yeah, music, is, the so music is so good. Do you guys listen to Proto Men? No. Um, I've, yeah, I've heard him before. Oh, man. Proto Men are awesome. So, Pete, are you familiar at all? Yes. Okay. Just, that's, the band is amazing. Yeah. They just make metal, <laughs> like 80s metal off based on Mega Man's story, and it's incredible. I played nice. Mega Man 2 all the way through that dragon fight last summer again. Did in, you? In a sitting. Nice. Good game. Games are way too hard on, I, I did the same thing on New Year's Eve, like I want to say two years ago. Yeah. Like, uh, but I drank probably a little more than half of a bottle of vodka, <laughs> just kind of blacked out. <laughs> so I don't remember if I beat the dragon or not i just remember seeing that dragon and then it <laughs> you was hit the dragon and then it was, it was over just, you woke up then it was 2011 was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yes Video hope that games. answers your question joshua nick says with all the next box rumors from undisclosed sources being reported by various outlets many of which seems fairly dubious do you think that microsoft could potentially be leaking false information to generate hype and obfuscate what their actual plans are can i take off my aluminum hat now First off, Nick, great use of the word obfuscate. Yes. And secondly, I wouldn't say that Microsoft are leaking false information to try to give people the slip. Um, for starters, that's not a very good PR decision no. to make. <laughs> no, it is because not. what you're essentially doing is getting everyone's hopes up and expecting something. And then when that doesn't happen, you're going to underwhelm them. Um, I think the stuff that we're seeing leaked out from a lot of unconfirmed sources is just... 
you know, it, it's like a game of telephone. Somebody sees something, they see a design document, or they see some sort of patent filing, or, you know, they're just talking to somebody in passing, and they find out something is going to be included in a system, or something will potentially be included in a system, even. And uh, then they'll kind of report that as a source, and, you know, it, it, it leads to a lot of, like, just kind of misinformation. I mean, there, I don't think there's any, like nobody's deliberately trying to misinform yeah. people about it it's just you know things get leaked and then people do their best guesswork of trying to figure out what that could be and so you get things like that don't really make a whole lot of sense but you know do lend themselves to some element of the console i don't think it could would be about hype either because anyone who's probably reading rumors and like clamoring for information is mm-hmm. probably going to buy it anyways yeah and the people that Microsoft needs to reach and why, like, Connect is so successful is the kind of people who don't care about that kind of thing. They just go to a store and be like, oh, this looks cool. Right. So, yeah. What this do you think, Mitch? You guys are pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well said, Mitch. Um, Anthony says, do you think we'll see Covenant weapons and vehicles in Halo 4 multiplayer since Chief is fighting a new enemy in the campaign? Nope. You don't? Nope. Really? No fucking chance. Not at all. Like in multiplayer, sure. Okay. But in well, that's player, what he's asking is multiplayer. Oh, d- oh, since you find a new enemy in the campaign. Okay, so in the multiplayer, I would imagine maybe yeah, mm-hmm. a mix of. I don't human see how they could not. And, I know. Like that, I mean, there's so much there. Like the 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 fucking needler and the. I'm really hoping that the they don't cop out and be like, "Oh, there were covenant weapons on the ship he's on, so he's got them." Uh, like that'd be so lame. <laughs> but I I expect that whatever the new enemy is will have its own proprietary weaponry, maybe like advanced versions of those weapons that we're used to, and yeah. that would be fine. I think yeah. I think that would be kind of a cop out too. Like, also, yeah, but oh, here's the here's the new enemy's weapon. It's a a nudler, <laughs> a needler, <laughs> spelled with a K. Like, that would be shit. I'd be I'd be pretty annoyed at that. Yeah, I think we will. They might drop one or two, but I think it, it'll be there. Yeah, because I mean, even they, if they there's a to. new threat, the Covenant might still be part of this story. You I know? think I don't think we'll see them at all. Oh snap! Not in four. No chance. Calling it now. Wow. No Covenant presence. I was trying to make it's a grunt noise. <laughs> no Covenant <laughs> presence in Halo Four at all. It's a really good grunt. Piece. <laughs> it is a good. Thank grunt. you. You should you, at home just imagine me waving my arms and running away frantically. That's what Pete <laughs> does every time he leaves the office. I do. Sharia says, "I'm going to buy a 1600 Xbox points card and use 800 of it for Mass Effect 3's From Ashes DLC. Good investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is the best XBLA game I could get for 800 points? And I am new to Xbox Live and haven't played any Xbox Live arcade games before. Oh, my God. Really like a good starting point. This is the hardest question anyone's ever asked. I don't know exactly which ones are 800 points. I don't either. A lot are 1,200. Yeah, like I think Shadow Complex is 12. Yes. Shadow Complex is 12. I looked it up. Limbo. Probably 12. Limbo is also 12. It's still 12, yeah. You know what kind of a a new kid in the game might be that I think is 800? Warp. Nah. That's true, but not, not you're not a big fan? Nah, I was a fan. It, is a, it might be a tough starting point. Yeah. Um, old try. This is crazy. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, Castle, try, how much is Castle Crashers? Castle Crashers is eight. I'm pretty sure it's eight. Castle Crashers okay. is a great I, introduction. That sure. game's still like the top three most popular every year since it yeah. came out. Or um, get Pinball FX 2. Huh? That game is free. Mm-hmm. And then spend a ton of money on tables. <laughs> There's like a the Marvel table tables. There's like head. the RPG table now. Yeah, that one just came out. It looks really cool. There's Epic a, Quest. Yep. The Miss Explosion Man table is really good. Like Pinball Effects is no joke. Like one of the best games. Explosion on Man game. or Miss Explosion Man, also very good. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
fucking difficult though. Yeah. It's so hard. Um this is a crazy question. I don't know. Try to get Shadow Complex. Definitely check out Geometry Wars. Yeah. Two. Good call. Geometry Wars 2. Don't bother yeah. with the first, because Geometry Wars 2, one of the modes in that game is the entire first game. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I'm trying to think of uh, games that I used to love like when I got my Xbox. I, uh, do you guys, did you guys play Jetpack? I think that's just what that game was called. No. Um, no. It was a remake of this old, like, maybe Amiga or Commodore game. Um, no. And it was just like you had one screen. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you, had, you were just on one screen and you had this dude with a jetpack and you jetted around shooting enemies and collecting things. And it was just about trying to live as long as you could. Huh. It, was, it was like a really simple game, old school. I don't know. I liked it a lot. It was one of the first cool. XBLA games I played for like a really long time. Man. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It depends on, I guess, what kind of games you like. Like, we're suggesting a lot of either straight up arcade ones or platformers. I have one. What do you got, Mitch? Bionic Commando Rearmed. Oh, my God. Yes. That's but a like, good one. Yes. Probably the best HD remake of all time. Yeah. It's I love so that game. good. The soundtrack is incredible. Simon Vickland is the man. Simon Vickland <laughs> did an amazing job readapting that soundtrack. It's so good. Also, like, really, the, the game is really difficult, but, like, totally fair. But if you play with Not as people, hard as the NES one. No. No, they definitely softened it up a bit because yeah. you, you have more abilities. But that game co-op on the same screen is madness. Because, <laughs> like, the other guy messes up and they ruin it for both of you. And it's so much fun. No. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. Um, that's th- some stuff to... Download some trials, Yeah, actually. exactly. I was going to yeah. say. That way you'll get a, a taste for what both what we're talking about and what might be your style. And Pete, totally. Pete does mean demos, not Trials HD, which you should also download. <laughs> which is also <laughs> add that to the list. Indeed. <laughs> So, yeah, get all of those demos and check them out and see which one you like the most. Buy then... all of the XBLA games. Yes. <laughs> Every last that one. one. All of them. <laughs> no, not all of them. All right. Um... Not shoot many robots. <clears throat> not warp. Aw. I like warp a you lot. Uh, Yobson says, I want to know if you guys have any info on a new Mech Assault game. I love the first two, but it's been a long time since I've heard from it. There were two Mech Assault games at GDC, neither of which are coming to 360? Well, right. these were actually uh, Mech Warrior games, uh, not Mech that Assault. The same thing? Uh, they are. They're both set in the Battletech universe, but okay. um, Mech Assault were kind of... I'm going to go to Steve for this one. He seems to know what <laughs> yeah, he's talking about. I don't about. know anything about this sit back well, no, I did see uh, both of these games at GDC, and they look awesome. Yeah. I'll tell you about them in a second, but uh, what Mech Assault was, is uh, it was kind of the Xbox line of them there's like mech assault one and then mech assault two lone wolf i think uh mech assault two or god maybe it was the first one i can't remember one of them was a big selling point for xbox live uh back when that first started you know being a thing on the original xbox so it was kind of one of those real pioneering um xbox online experience type games that said um we haven't gotten any new news on a uh, new mech assault game unfortunately Aww. um it's hard to say whether or not that series will be revisited um but at the moment it doesn't seem to be in the cards that said uh there are two pretty awesome looking games coming to pc um first off is mech warrior online mm-hmm. which is a free-to-play uh pc um online game set within the mech warrior universe and I know what you're. Th- I know what you think when you know you think free to play. It's usually you know not that great. But um, I actually checked this game out uh, with uh, Anthony Gallegos from our our PC team um, last week at GDC, and it looks pretty phenomenal. It uses the CryEngine three. Um, the action is awesome and intense. If you like mechs, this game is like the the Forza of of mechs. It's just super <laughs> super meticulous and super deep mech vista mode where you yeah. can just 
walk around in a garage, look at your mech. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be awesome. Oggle it, yeah. So, yeah, that's one to look out for. It's going to go into open beta this summer, I believe. So if you have a pretty good PC, this is definitely something to pay attention to. Yeah, the game is gorgeous. Cool. Yes. Like it, 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 free-to-play, and it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. It, it'll change your idea of what free-to-play is. Um, the second one is um, MechWarrior Tactics, which is also a free-to-play uh, web-based game. So it won't require like a media install to your hard drive or anything like that. And this is kind of a more uh, inspired by like the, the tabletop Battletech universe. Um, you'll be, you know, it, you, the action unfolds kind of on a hex grid. It's surprisingly, and I, I was really shocked to find this out. This is the first turn-based game set in the Battletech universe. Really? Yeah. Weird. Which you think that would be the thing to do in Battletech because of its, you know, pen and paper origins. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's, it's a, a tabletop game. And it's a very turn-based experience, but up until now, no one's ever done that. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a little different, uh, not not quite as action-oriented as you know the Mech Assault games or yeah, Mech Warrior Online for that matter. Yeah. But yeah, those are those are the two. Um, definitely keep an eye out for Mech Warrior Online. Cool. And we'll keep an ear out for you know a possible Mech Assault game, but it doesn't look so hot right now. Looks like their focus uh, with the franchise is on PC. At the yeah. time. Sad face. Yeah. No. But also I have a PC, so I'm pretty pumped. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome game. Okay, that does it for email. Email. Anyone? Email. 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 Alright, let's email. move on to some MBKs. You guys need to come up with a something to say about MBKs too. Mug Map keys. <laughs> we'll work on it. Mubsks. Eric says, Mash, Cheers, and Seinfeld. Ooh. Um. Oh. Okay. Mary Mash, because it is probably the greatest TV show of all time. Really? Yep. Okay. Dude, don't they get, even. They got one channel in Canada. <laughs> don't. We could do this all day. I'll be here for <laughs> Mary Mash, because I love Hawkeye Pierce, and I cry like a baby every time that I watch that finale. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Uh, Boff Seinfeld and Kill Cheers. Really? Yep. Oh, man, I Seinfeld's love Cheers. I love Cheers, Cheers, too. Though. I'd have to marry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. Bob Cheers, Kill Mash. I'm with Steve on this one. Sorry, Mitch. <laughs> Monsters! <laughs> I just never really watched Mash, Dude. so that's why. I couldn't, I couldn't get into match. Mat, match. 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 Mash. Man, that show is amazing. He's <laughs> got another one for us, though. This is Jack Nicholson movies. Oh, man. Chinatown, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and The Shining. What is Chinatown? Chinatown was the... Uh, <gasps> uh, fuck. Uh, like we Polanski. We've been over Polanski? this. I don't know movies. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah Polanski directed. He's in it. Damn it. But yeah, uh, it's Polanski. Oh, it's so well written. Yeah, it's an excellently written movie. Um, Jack Nicholson gets his nose cut. It's wild. Man, I think uh, Mary Cuckoo's Nest, Boff, Shining, Kill Chinatown. That one. Yep, that one. I think so. I love Chinatown. Super well done, but I like Cuckoo's Nest is awesome. It's amazing. Like Book's the most super boring, good. Best movie ever. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna marry Shining. Off Chinatown, kill Cuckoo's Nest. Mm. The book is so much better. It is I mean, better. The, the Ken, I will give you that. Ken Kesey is just a phenomenal writer. Oh, God. Sometimes a great notion. Anyone? No. I haven't read that one. I'm read it. It's I one of my favorite books of all time. I will. But I loved Cuckoo's Nest, yeah. the, the book. The, book and the movie good. was great, too. But, you know, I, I, I love The Shining. I love the music in The Shining. Right. I love the atmosphere oh, in me The Shining. Too. Uh, that's my favorite Kubrick film. So I definitely have to marry that one. And Chinatown is just phenomenal. Okay, Joshua says, Nico Bellic, Claude Speed, and Luis Lopez. It's an odd poll for characters. 
to yep. my book um, from Grand Theft Auto. But I think I'm going to go uh, Mary Louise. Really? Boff, Nico, Kill Claude. Interesting. I would marry Nico, Boff, Louise, and Kill Claude. Louise just sounds like more of a fun party guy. <laughs> I don't know who Louise is because I didn't play Ballad of Gay Tony. Oh, what? He's just like I Tony's don't... bodyguard. Listen, I need to get this out of the way now. <laughs> He's I kind of a bruiser. I don't like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, like, I just think the series does nothing for me. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Claude Speed's pretty cool. Like, I, I like GTA He's got that dumb look out. on his face and he yeah, never talks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't, I, I don't like Nico at all. I'm no? not a fan, no. Okay. I just, I don't know. Fair enough. Okay. He's what about Roman? Uh, <laughs> look at some tits, cousin. Roman. The you guy. want to go bowling, yeah. cousin? I can't even hey, act. Hey, cousin, let's go bowling. <laughs> I can't even All right, Roman. answer this question. <laughs> I'm going to pass. Geo says, okay, we're talking about Mega Man now. Yay, I love that we talk about Mega Man so much on an Xbox podcast. Somehow, yeah. Isn't that great? Mega Man 9 and 10 are on Live Arcade. <laughs> well, how can we avoid it when we're talking about video games? Indeed. Um, he says, classic and X side-scrolling, Legends, third-person shooter, and Battle Network's grid-style gameplay. Mary Buff, kill, go. I don't know what that means. You never played Battle Networks on no. GBA and stuff? I didn't either. I don't. I've, well, kill it. I've played Mega Man 9 and 10 and 2. I would marry and buff classic yep. and X side-scrolling. Yep. Like, I know it's just one option on this, but I would marry and buff <laughs> the shit out of, like, each of them. <laughs> yeah. And just kill the other two. I mean, I all right. I didn't like Legends. Mega at Man's all. Mega Man. Yeah, Legends is a shooter, like a third-person no, shooter. Uh, I don't. It's yeah, ish. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to explain. It's not okay. quite so cut and dry. It's different. But I'd kill it anyway. I'd kill <laughs> that. Kill Battle Network and Mary Boff. Side scrolling. Um, That's yeah. what Mega Man is. Oh. That is. That's Mega Man. One through what seven? No, I guess it's one through eight, and then uh, nine and ten more recently. Yeah. So many Mega Man games. A lot of and Mega then all, And then the entire X series, which is just also very a good. beast in and of itself. Okay, Kenneth says, Drag Me to Hell, Dead Snow, Quarantine, Mary Boff, Kill Go. Scene done. What? I have not seen Dead Snow or Quarantine. You haven't? No. Dead Snow was like Nazi, Nazi zombies. zombies. Right? Yeah. Yes, it was... Uh, yeah. Was that no, for an Oscar, right? I of some kind? remember. It's like a Norwegian movie or Best Nazi Swedish? zombies. Somebody told me there was a Nazi zombie movie up for an Oscar once, and I think that was it. Huh. I can't think of any other Nazi zombie <laughs> right? movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they don't exist. That I just can't think of any. may have been full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would marry Drag Me to Hell, um, Boff Dead Snow, and kill Quarantine. I mean, Quarantine was a remake anyway, and no it was idea. just kind of lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Kenneth. Yeah, but that's my two cents, Ken. Anyway, Jared says, Dark Souls, Skyrim, Kingdoms of Amalur, Mary Boff, Kill Girl. Mm. Mary Dark Souls. Kind of reluctant on that one, because that game is just, it makes me sad. That's the most abusive relationship <laughs> I've ever been in. <laughs> Mary Dark Souls, uh, Boff Amalur, and Kill Skyrim. Mm. Uh, I would have to agree. Okay. I'm going to marry Skyrim, Boff Dark Souls, Kill Amalur. Yeah? Yeah. Mainly because I spent the least time with Amalur. That's fair. I I love Skyrim. I'm like, okay to kill you. I, as I annoying as it is, and like as much as I don't give a shit about the main quest, mm-hmm. like I still just love walking around in that, That's seeing fair. what happens, exploring. Yeah. That's why I don't like Skyrim because it's totally directionless. Yeah. I have no idea what to do, and I'm bored. Exactly. It's almost like you have so many options. You're like, ah, they're gonna play something else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Is my option to that. play Batman instead? I get yes, that. Yes, it is. But I love that world. Cool. Man. Woo. Mubix. 
Mobux. All right, guys, that does it for questions and answers and Mobix. Mobix. MBKs. If you have any more questions or you just want to shoot the shit, send us an email at unlocked.ign.com. Remember to keep your emails short and sweet so that we can try to get to them on the podcast. And try not to spoil Mass Effect 3 ending. Do! Right, and we'll get to it eventually. Anymore. We will. I will find you. Just, uh, just uh, give us time. Joey. <laughs> Conversely, you can hit us up on Twitter at Podcast Unlocked, at P. Eichmann's, at Mitchie D, at IGN, and myself at Steven underscore Hopper. Yep. And, Mr. Peter Eichmann's, what is our meta achievement? Are we giving away the thing? We are giving away the thing. All right, we have one copy of MLB 2K12 to give away. Um, So, for that, why don't you just send us a note? Any system, any platform, any device. What's your favorite sports game of all time? Cool. I like it. Before we go, um, I need to promote the... uh, If you go to people.ign.com slash podcast unlocked, our faithful listener, Yeah, you're has set up a uh, like an unlocked after hours thing like Ooh. you know how podcast beyond Saucy. has a, beyond after hours where they get mm-hmm. to talk to greg and ryan and all those guys about uh ign and games and stuff uh we're gonna start doing that in the near future absolutely so awesome. yeah we are gonna be talking to you guys on that blog so follow that blog and we will talk to you and see you there a whole absolutely. bunch yay so we're giving away this 2k12 you got to be from the u.s i think yep. legally we can't uh, send it other places. Racist. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. But Probably can't even send it to you. Most people in other countries <laughs> don't really dig on baseball anyway. So Exactly. I don't think you can get it's it not overseas. Not that oh, yeah. the, the Toronto Blue Giants are very popular in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, send us a, a note saying, you know, MLB 2K12 contest. Uh, tell us your favorite sports game of all time. I Any hope, I hope the winner is somebody who says the show. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Uh, and we'll pick one, what, like Monday or something? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds should great. we make that the same as the meta achievement, or should we do something else? Yeah, meta achievement for, f- uh, let's do 15 points. Okay. While we're at it, where's my Mutant League hockey at? Oh, Ooh, another one of those? Yeah. Damn. Hell yeah, no kidding. Wasn't there like a, a NES game that was just called like Ice Hockey? Yeah, it was amazing. That was so good. <laughs> like the fights those chubby little guys get into? Yeah. And Blades oh, so of Steel. Oh, Blades yes. of Steel was so good. I love that game. Oh, man. Man. All right, guys, that does it for the podcast. Yep. Thank you, Locksmiths, for helping me out on this. And hey, thank you very much, listeners, for listening in. And we will catch you next time. Bling, blue! recorded that did i i hope so maybe i did or maybe i did i totally recorded it yes that can be the the end stinger <laughs> the end stinger we haven't done an end stinger in a while no somebody so just kind of kind of got an email this morning about it yeah why don't you guys do it like clements used to do it well guy this is for you Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.